Blog Talk Radio. George, come on, and welcome to the show. So how's everybody? Did you recovered from the weekend, and you're kind of into the, you know, the holidays are pretty much over, aren't they? You got Valentine's Day next week, right? What day is Valentine's Day? Next a week from tomorrow. So everybody's thinking about what they're going to do for Valentine's Day, but that special one in your life, I know. If you're not with somebody, this is kind of like a weird holiday kind of thing, like, ooh, Valentine's Day. But We'll do a little special show next week about Valentine's Valentine's Day will be next week. This week we're talking about being happy and happiness. And let me let me kind of back into it a little bit because I found an article or I found a quote from the Abraham material that it ties to this in, in a kind of a backwards, twisted kind of way. So I thought I'd throw that at you and then we'll go from there and let my spirit guys talk to you about happiness. Again, I'm always open to hear and what you have to say. If you want to hear from one of your, you know, relatives, your ancestors, if you want a message from spirit, if you want me to channel my spirit guides for you, I'm more than willing to do that. So just, I jump into a theme because it's good to have a theme. It's good to have something to talk about in case nobody wants to talk, talk to me or call in. So you know, we're still open. We do the same thing. I always do the same thing. It's just that I created a theme for the show, and today's show is about happiness. So let me give you the quote from the Abraham material and an article from Pam Grout, and then a couple articles about ways of staying happy. So let me find the one quote first, if I can find it. Okay, here it is. Now, the, the terminology here is I equate it to happiness. So let me gotta go through it. There is an atmosphere of well-being that surrounds you at every level of your being. There is not enough words to express to you fully the bigness of well-being that is focused upon you at all times. If we think about that well-being or being well or feeling well or feeling good and emotionally, physically, spiritually, just in the state of well-being, obviously we would be happy. If we can just embrace this well-being that Abraham talks about, this is from a workshop in Boca Raton, Florida, January 18th, 2014, a little over four years ago. But so the, the point of all this, and it has to do with happiness, is if you can embrace well-being, if you can embrace the concept that, that well-being is your natural state of being and that happiness is your natural state of being, then then. You're happy. Then you can maintain happiness. You can not let other things block your happiness, right? I think you'll agree with me. I, I hope so. It, it's because I believe our natural state of being is to be happy. You know, people, oh, I talk to people from time to time or chat with people. And, you know, they say, well, if I meet this person, I'll be happy. Or I need this person in my life to so I can be happy. And... If you're an unhappy person, if you think about the law of attraction, if you're an unhappy person, all you're going to do is attract unhappy people. So if you want to attract happy people, fun people, interesting people into your life, be what you want to attract. 
And so if you're if you're thinking that somebody else is going to make you happy, it's not the case. Because you're not attracting that. You're you're attracting people that are unhappy. So get happy first. Get to that state of happiness. And then you will attract other people in your life that are happy. That's that's the basic law of attraction and that's throwing it out there in that way as the law of attraction is that happiness is something if we are in that state of, we attract that to us versus, well, I'm just going to find somebody who's going to make me happy. doesn't work that way, right? doesn't work that way. Let me, let, me, let me have my spirit guys talk to you about happiness and let them jump in for a few minutes, Sarah group, and I'll, let them, I'll turn the show over to them for a few minutes, and then I'll come back and I have a couple of articles. And if you want to call in, if you want to hear from your ancestors, hopefully on this topic, because – you know anything you hear, and anything and message you want to get from ancestors or anyone else, spirit guides, is because you want to feel better, right? Isn't it all about you want to get a message so you will feel better and be happy? That's kind of closely related to each other. So more more than you know. So if you're willing, if you want, you can call in to the spirit guide or my spirit guides or one of your ancestors has to say about your life. So let me talk, have them talk to you for a minute, the Sarah group. I don't know who's in the group and who's going to talk to you, but they do speak in one voice. So I'm going to go away. Think about happiness and let's let's use another word with happiness today. Let's use the word freedom. You know, you seek freedom. You free you seek to be feel free, not encumbered, not weighted down, not restricted, that you're free to move and do what you want to do. Now, how does that relate to happiness? Well, if you're happy, you've entered into a state of freedom. Because You're not letting other people influence you. You're not letting the restrictions of others hold you back because you are happy, because you're feeling good. And it's that well-being, feeling good, feeling positive, all these different words that we could throw out there. But in in all of that energy and all of that warmth and happiness and feeling good about yourself, there's a sense of freedom because you can go about your day. You can do what you want to do. You can pursue what you want to do in life or what, what your purpose is or what you believe your purpose is. So we would say to you, being in a state of happiness, being happy as much as you possibly can, and you know when you're happy, you know when it feels right, you know when it feels good, when you kind of light up and your body tingles and you smile and you can't stop laughing and you can't stop enjoying life and everything around you looks good and positive, that's being happy. Now, if you if you get into that emotion for a moment, just, just see yourself getting into that emotion of just feeling really good. Everything is wonderful around you. Everything feels good around you that you feel good about yourself, if you can just pretend for a moment or put yourself into that place. And it, you can do it later, too, but just get yourself into that place of feeling good, of being happy, of, of just loving life. And you'll notice that there's a sense of freedom that goes with it, 
an openness that goes with it, the ability to accomplish what you want to accomplish in life. So happiness and freedom are pretty tied in together. Pretty much, pretty much. They, they, they work well together. Now, we would say that happiness, what else goes with happiness? Lots of things. Generosity. Well, George has an article on all this, but there's a lot of things that you could do to get happy. But we're more about when you are happy, what is the outcome? For you, what does it do for you being happy? Other than a smile on your face, happiness does a lot of things for you. First of all, when you're happy, your vibration is higher. When your vibration is higher, you're connected to Source God, call it what you want to call it. And so you're in that vibrational place, that vibrational connection to attract whatever you're asking Source to bring you. So happiness is that stage, that place, that mind place, that body place, that spirit place of being in the attraction mode to attract whatever you want from the universe. You know, being unhappy, being sad, being depressed, being anxious, all of those energies push you away from the attracting of what you want. So maintaining your happiness however you do it, is prime for you manifesting whatever you want in life. But also being happy or reflecting happy, a mode of happiness, a mode of joy, a mode of peaceful spirit, will also attract people to you. It will bring people into your life. It will open you up to share new things with new people because people will see your and feel your energy. And once they see and feel your energy, they want a little bit of it. They want to be happy too. People generally, genuinely want to be happy. So if you're a beacon of happiness, a beacon of joy, a beacon of appreciation, a beacon of gratitude, a beacon of all of these qualities of love, I guess so that would be the number one thing is we'd say that love, if you're a beacon of love, reflecting love, being happy, you're going to attract people who want that. They want to experience that, want to rub shoulders with that. And that's what you're looking for in life, isn't it? To be around people of like mind who appreciate all those things. So we will, I guess the main point we want to say to you today is when you think of happiness, one of the key words that you can think of is freedom. Think of happiness as giving you the freedom to do a lot of things in your life that may feel limited if you're in a negative place. You'll never get it done, but you'll get it done, and you'll attract it by having that sense of happiness about you as much as you possibly can. Thank you for listening. Bye. Hmm. Interesting. Spirit had an That was an interesting thought. Freedom. Freedom equates from happiness. I like that a lot. I don't know if you agree with that. What do you think? Do you feel when you're happy that you're freer to do whatever you want to do, able to do whatever you want to do, have that feeling about you that I can accomplish whatever in life? Okay. So let's get into a couple articles. Let's, let me do the Pam Grout article, and I'll tie this in because it kind of closely relates to this whole idea of, of being happy. I know it's, sometimes... 
I'm taking an, an article and trying to twist it as much as I can to fit into the theme, but this one fits in pretty well. Okay? Okay? Okay. I can't talk. Okay? Okay. Pam Grout's one of my favorite authors. She's written 19 books. Three or four of them have been on more of a spiritual plane. Uh, e cubed, E squared, Thank and Grow Rich. And she's another book that I haven't delved into too deeply of hers, which has to do with, um, what does that have to do with? Oh, created, being creative. Okay, so jumping right into her article, Alicia Cara, the 20-year-old Canadian pop singer who just won a Grammy for Best New Artist is a living proof of one of my top 10 maxims. We animate into our lives whatever we put our attention upon. The night of her big win, when she strode, strode, strolled to the stage to accept her reward, she said, holy cow, I'm shaking. I've been pretending winning a grammar, Grammy since I was a kid, like in my, in my shower. So what I want to know, what are you rehearsing in your head, in your shower, in your everyday thoughts? If you can't answer right away, just look around. Look at where you are. Look at what you have. That, my friend, is what you've been rehearsing. It's an interesting thought, and this is really the law of attraction in, in, in working, that whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're practicing, whatever you're repeating over and over again, that's, that's what you're rehearsing for. That's like, if, like the article artist who would rehearse pre-programmed herself to win a Grammy. She had it in her head. She had it. She put it out to the universe. Those opportunities opened up for her to get to the music industry so that she could... Now, she has creative ability. She writes great music, but that's, that's beside the point. The point is she was able to connect with the universe. Now, let me, let me get into the rest of her article because she's talking a lot about the Course in Miracles. And... I think this is an interesting quote for today. It says, my holiness blesses the world. It's lesson 37, right? My purpose, of course, tells me is to see the world through my holiness, to see it through the beautiful Kara sings, the beauty Kara sings in her hit, scars to your beautiful. Until I, until I fully realize that I'm holy, Completely, 100% holy. Holy would be, yeah, in, in the definition she's reaching for, holy means that you're complete for who you are. Okay, so let's continue on. I still believe in and therefore see sacrifice. Until I learn to bless the world, to see through the eyes of gratitude, there will continue to be a payment involved. Either from myself, I need to try harder, or from someone else. It's not fair what that creep did to me. Here's the real kicker. From the perception of the problem, even the tiniest complaint, I will continue to see loss. That's being in problem mode, thinking about your problems and analyze your problems and going over and over your problems. What you're, what you're doing is creating that energy. And it's not a happy energy. If you're sitting there focusing on a problem, it's not a state of happiness. It's a state of problem. It's a negative place, right? Get happy. Get into a good place. And as I would always say, turn the problem over to the greater power, to your higher power, whatever that is. So just to finish her thought on this, 
And I have no idea that my lack of gratitude, my lack of blessing, my lack of wholeness is the cause. The lack of gratitude, not showing appreciation, the lack of blessing, blessing yourself, believing in yourself, being happy. I didn't say that here, but let's just embrace that idea. So today I embrace my holiness and then my great joy to bless the world. It's your job to help the world. Whatever, whatever your mission is, embrace it. Basically, embrace it. Visualize it. See it. Practice in the shower doing whatever you want to do. Practice all that. And the more you do that with joy in your heart and love in your heart, the more you do that, the more you attract that. I'm sure that singer, when she rehearsed, was in a positive place. She was singing. She was thinking. You know, she was feeling good. She put herself in a good emotional place to attract into her life the outcome that she was thinking about. Think about it. Try it. Okay, so moving right along. Okay, we're talking about happiness. 11 nice ways to commit. This is from Inc. Magazine. Kind of interesting from a business perspective. 11 simple ways to make yourself happy every day. Pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. Maintaining. I, I would say that you know, make yourself happy, I would turn that and maintain your happiness. Because as I said before, being happy is our natural state of being. We can lose it. We need to maintain it, right? And she quotes a lot. The article is written by, let me go back to to the top, Um, Minda Zetland, Zetland, Minda Zetland. And she's quoting Darlie Deanna Schwartz, okay, speaker, columnist, and author of 15 books, including The Effortless Entrepreneur. That's who she's making reference to in this article. So let's just jump into these ways. Commit yourself to one nice thing for yourself every day. That's an interesting concept. Maintain your happiness by doing something really, really nice for yourself. Schwartz invites visitors to her site to sign a 31-day pledge to do my best to do something loving for myself, however big or small. What, what's what's the little thing that you can do for yourself? Can you buy yourself that little piece of candy, that chocolate that you wanted to even holding out to get? Okay, can you take yourself someplace and you can stop for a little while and watch the sunset? Whatever it is. Make a commitment that will remind yourself on a daily basis to treat yourself with loving kindness. But you can put it up on your mirror. Today I will do something nice for myself. Just a reminder, put it up on your mirror, the bathroom mirror, a little plaque, that's a little sign that says, today I will do something nice to myself. That keeps you happy. Doesn't it feel good to do something nice to yourself and for yourself? And if you make that pledge and motivate you to take better care of yourself, go after your dreams and not let people treat you poorly. Okay, keep let's keep going. <laughs> number, number two, listen to yourself. That is, listen to how you talk to yourself. That's really important. Now, this is a biggie, and we can get trapped into really negative thought patterns if we don't pay attention to how we're how we're talking to ourselves. Mine tends to resemble this is the author. Mine tends to resemble my mother's mother's 
in a lecturing mode. That self-voice, is it lecturing? Is it critical? Is your little critical voice going off? Okay, we often criticize ourselves in our heads, and that brings down our confidence. Where it says, when you love yourself, you know you're good enough, good enough that you have to stop talking to yourself in negative terms. So that's the key. Stop talking to yourself in negative terms. Stop putting yourself down. Start being overly critical of yourself. Stop beating yourself verbally, right? All of that. That keeps you from being happy. That just drives the happiness way far away. Okay, next point is just very similar to that. Forgive yourself. You make a mistake, right? Forgiveness is a big part of it, Schwartz says. It's hard because most of us have been getting angry at ourselves for all the things we do wrong in our lives. People get into trouble because they try so hard to be perfect, and they, they beat themselves up when they're not. Loving yourself means accepting that you're stuck inside your own imperfect skin. I don't know if I like that term, but let's just keep going. Schwartz recommends this exercise to start forgiving yourself. Look into the mirror and say, I love you and I forgive you. Now, you can do that right now. you got a mirror close by. Take a moment. You're going to go into the bathroom. And just look in the mirror, or if you have one in, you know, handy that you don't have to go into the restroom or bathroom, whatever you call it, and just look in the mirror and say, I love you and I forgive you. Now, that's a nice exercise for every morning, too. I love you and I forgive you because you make mistakes. We, life, life is really tied into making mistakes. Life is tied into failure. Because from failure, we learn to grow and process and, and, and develop. I was watching a brief interview with the Super Bowl quarterback, Nick Foles, and he was talking about failure. And he was talking about, yeah, I failed. Failed lots of times, but I learned from it. I grew from it. So failure, so forgive yourself. If you fail in some way, forgive yourself. It's just an opportunity to grow and develop and do something different next time. Failure is not the end. Failure is an opportunity to grow. Okay? That's my little speech on failure and forgiving yourself for the mistakes you made. Because mistakes, if, if we pay attention to our mistakes and work on our mistakes to improve ourselves, they're a great lesson for us. Mistakes can be a great lesson. Number four, which time do I have? This is kind of fun stuff, so I hope you enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. Accept yourself for who you are right now. For starters, this means accepting the body that you have today. Body image is a big stumbling block, and so is age, uh, Schwartz writes. So when you love yourself, you try to be the best person you can be in the body that you have. And that's as much as you can do. Self-acceptance also means accepting your income and success level as they are, she says. It's okay not to be making a certain amount by the time you get to a certain age. How many people say that? Do you know any people like that? I'm almost 40, I'm almost 50, and I haven't made it. Uh, they beat themselves up. They don't forgive themselves. They don't realize that life is a lesson. That, And if you look at your life, even when you don't think you've achieved all that you think you need to achieve, you can still take a look at your life and go, hey, that's pretty good stuff going on here, right? 
Instead, she recommends asking yourself a simple question. I am happy with what I am doing. That's a question. Am I happy? Am I happy? Am I happy with what I'm doing? Hmm. Then we can make change. If you're not, so she sold a successful summer recreation business when she found it was becoming too stressful. I wound up with less income, but I was happier. So that's the question for the job or the situation you're in. Even the relationship. Am I happy with what I'm doing? Am I happy in this relationship? It's a good question, isn't it? That's a lot of soul searching involved in that. But if you, the goal is to be happy. If you're not happy in the relationship, if you're not happy in the job, if you're not happy in the living conditions that you're in, now start to visualize what, what feels good. Start visualizing where you'd rather be. Like we go back to the singer, visualize winning that Grammy Award. Visualize living in another place that feels better to you. Visualize having a relationship that feels better to you. Visualize being in a job where you're recognized for your efforts and you feel like you have a sense of accomplishment in your position. So you turn it around. If you're not happy with where you're at, then start Instead of dwelling on it and complaining about it and whining about your problem and why you don't like where you're at and this is bad and that's bad and blah, 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 it's better just to start visualizing and seeing where you'd rather be. Kind of get that, that, that thing. If you're going to get happy, you can feel good about yourself and start visualizing it. Then you start to attract it. Start bringing it into your life, Right? Let's move on to the next point. Uh, This is a biggie. And a lot of people, see, this goes back to the last one, too, a little bit. Eliminate toxic people in your life and workplace. This may be easier said than done, but avoid tying yourself to clients, business partners, investors, or employees who make you unhappy. It's obviously harder to make some approach the same approach with your family members, but you can. But Schwartz says there's no reason to pull up, put up with people saying or doing things that are unkind. If people say mean things to me, I let them know if they can. I let them know if they talk to me like that, you're going to walk away and hang up the phone. So respect yourself. That's basically. You don't have to accept negative people, toxic people in your life. You can walk away. Whatever their position is, you can walk away. You may lose your job. (laughs) Okay. And you may get a divorce. (laughs) And you may lose some friends. But your goal is to be happy. Your goal is to feel good. Your, Your goal is to have a sense of accomplishment, not to be living in a toxic environment. Not easy. I know, I know most people will say, well, I can't do that, but you can. But you have to set the intention and set the mindset and the, the vision and the, and, the, and the feeling of where you want to be and aligning yourself with that and maintaining your happiness as you do that. Okay, I'm rambling on and on, right? I'm just going on and on about this subject, but it's, it's, it's a good reminder for me. It's a very good reminder for me, not just you, okay? Use that word okay again, didn't I? With word whisper, 
the next one is really important. Now, this is where I've been focusing my energy lately, a lot of my energy on this next one, is prioritize your health. I take supplements, the author, not me. I take supplements and vitamins. I do too, but I take vitamin B12 because I'm primarily vitamin B12 because of being a vegan. It's one thing you just don't get in most of the foods, and that's a long story about where vitamin B12 comes from. But so I exercise and I recently cut out sugar for seven weeks as an act of self-love. So it's prioritizing your health, exercise, getting checkups from time to time, going to other other ways of changing your diet, learning what feels good for you to eat, right? We're all different. Really seriously prioritize your health because it's really difficult to be happy, to feel happy if you're feeling crummy all the time. It really is. So that's your choice, though, whatever you do about it. Okay, but that's a priority. Okay, we're almost out of time. Maybe there's one more after that. Uh, the next one is kind of related to that, and it's kind of different. Stop skipping meals. Eat when you're hungry, basically. Don't don't put it off because you you end up doing when you well you're upsetting your system, but you have you have a tendency if you go hungry you end up snacking. You don't eat healthy, so stop skipping meals. Find healthy snacks. Find things that feel good to, that for your body in between so that you don't run, run – you're not running on empty, right? You're running on full charge all the time. So find out what works for you, what diet works for you, and have snacks available. Take breaks, right? Take breaks. You're never too easy. Never too busy not to take a break. I know. And I've been there where you had to get something done but you can take five minutes. Okay, we're almost out of time. I love you guys. I will be back tomorrow. We'll do, I don't know what we'll do tomorrow, but if you want a session with my spirit guides, contact me through the information and the episode information. Bye now.